today in the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and your week in IndyCar guest episode. We have the youngest man in his 40s by the name of Elio Castro Neves, just announced as the newest member of Meyershank Racing, the number 06 MSR Honda coming to you at six races next year. Before you get there, though, my friend, you've got a certain thing called the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring to complete this 20-year history with Team Penske. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Thanks for the introduction, by the way. That's very nice of you. And uh, I'm living the dream. i uh, definitely having a, an incredible um, last six months, I would say. It's been phenomenal, not only uh, on the aspect of the championship, the way it's been going, but also, you know, when we heard the news that the, I mean, we kind of like knew, but not didn't have understanding until when Akron Team Penske decided to terminate the program. We're like, oh boy, this is, we gotta, we gotta keep that going. And, uh, and here we go. So very great to, uh, to be joining a, a young team, rejuvenated, uh, rejuvenating myself, actually, uh, excited for new opportunities and um, super, uh, super pumped for sure for 2021. So should we tell folks about you also announcing your part-time deal with the Mercedes Formula One team, or do we save that for next week? <laughs> well, trust me, man, I, I'm open for business. I've been talking about <laughs> quite some time, so <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. But I, I, don't, I don't know if that's true or not, but hey, right with me, nobody contact, but who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, Toto Wolf, get off your ass and make it happen. Uh, let's say thank you to Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers for supporting this show. Bell Racing Helmets USA, I know they are uh, good, close friends of yours, and also yep. torontomotorsports.com. Our usual awesome questions. No, we got uh, about a half hour less with you here, so let's get rolling. First one is from our friend Paige. She is a huge, huge supporter of Meyershank Racing. She says, Elio, I don't have a question. I just want to say I'm so excited for you, Jim Meyer and Michael Shank. He says, my two favorite IndyCar drivers now are going to be driving for my favorite team. And boy, she can't wait for 2021. I'm guessing uh, you're feeling similar things. Yeah, well, thanks, Paige. That's kind of like... uh um a great fans uh that i that i uh, uh enjoy having and and it's the kind of things you like you like the kind of uh, care and 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 the kind of words that uh, everyone is excited um that they can see that good things happen for good people mike and his wife built this team from scratch and look what they achieved um i've been with an amazing uh, organization and uh still Rogers is not only a, in, in business, they are, we're partners, but it's a friend. It's part of my family, part of my uh, career, part of my life. So it's great to have uh, this kind of uh, scenario. Uh, and, and now combining me and Mike, oh, man, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's, it really, really excites me. And I, and I know Mike for quite some time. So it, it's cool to see that um, he's also passionate about racing. And every time you get... People like that, it's a great group to be part of it. So I don't want to embarrass you here, but, you know, let's go ahead and do it. So when you and I got to work together in 99, when you were at Hogan and I came in at Hogan towards the end of the year with the other car, I'll admit I knew you were going to have a good career, 
I didn't know it was going to be 20 years driving for Roger Penske. <laughs> You've been asked about this a lot. I mean, you and I did a story a couple of days ago, but have you had time to sit down and kind of quiet your mind, quiet everything around you and take stock of 20 years with the same team? You and I know that is just, it's the rarest of things in our sport. Mm-hmm. It's a lifetime. I mean, you're talking about 20 years, um, and we're talking about just like Austin Sindrick just won the Xfinity Championship. I met when he was one or two years old. Um, and amazing <laughs> to just see the, the kid now is a, is a Xfinity champion, you know, going to the cup and everything. So I'm like, wow, I, I can't. I, even uh, Felipe Nasser that I'm actually racing against here, the same scenario. I met when he was uh, three, four, five of three years old. Too. You were so, changing their diapers. Oh my goodness. I'm like, Oh my goodness. So the good news is, um, uh, as you mentioned, it's not very often that you stay with, a uh, in any company for that long, uh, especially in the sports that we leave. Um, I can only think obviously, first of all, the, a good, uh, partnership able to learn, uh, I feel that when I started, I was really young, really young, and I believe they mold me to becoming that kind of a, a person. And um, and I'm glad. I'm glad um, I was able to be able to to win win a lot of races. We lost a lot of, as well, but we always had the same goal, the same uh, basically uh, way to think, and uh, it's to go for it, uh, win races, and make it happen. So. I believe those mentalities and, and hard work too. Uh, Roger, as everybody knows, and uh, it's an incredible person, incredible human being, uh, incredible hard worker, and uh, he's the one that sets the example. And um, I, I, I love uh, work with the entire organization, not only racing team, but with this business as well. Got a celebrity uh, question submitter here, some guy named Jack Harvey, who asks... <laughs> Could you help mentor my dancing game as well? Look at that. Your new teammate. He wants everything from you, not just the driving tips. My teammate. Look at that. He's huh? already on it. Tell him that uh, I will help him anything I can. Uh, by the way, he is uh, one of the guys that I guarantee he's going to be visiting the winner circle in 2021. Uh, the way that he's showing his speed on the, on the qualifying uh, and racing as well. So, he came along. He's a part of this team. He basically helped build up uh, where they at right now. So it's always good to, you know, uh, start it like this. And uh, hopefully we'll be dancing together in the podium. That'll Look be great. at that. Oh, you <laughs> absolutely killed that question. That's brilliant. Uh, our pal KP asks a little bit further your thoughts about Jack. He says, seems like Jack has huge talent uh, and a sixth sense for keeping the car clean. Knowing that this might be happening for you, is this something where you started paying more attention to Jack, or are you already keeping an eye on him over the last couple of years? Well, he is actually uh, calling the attention on his own. Um, as you know, remember, the first year was six races only, then it was 10, 10 uh, uh, races, and now it's, you know, for the first time they had the full season, and automatic, they, he was already. Uh, 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 calling and, and making his presence say, Hey, I'm coming here to stay. And, um, uh, kudos to him, to him, to the team, to everyone that, uh, you know, step baby steps coming along, but solid steps. And, uh, I do believe, um, uh, he, as I said, I, I said it, I, the statement and I repeat it. 
the team will be in the in the winner circle in 2021, and uh, I'm really eager to help. Hopefully, like I said, would be him and I, you know, dancing on the podium, and that will make uh, I'm sure Mike and Jim very happy. I love the the mental image of that. Let's go to Mike Jablo. Says Elio, have you figured out what keeps you motivated to keep competing at such a high level year after year after year? Still things. Um, love the sport. Anything you do with passion, with love, you're gonna do it well. You because you you, you don't you're not tired to do it. You're not. Uh, uh, you know, it, it motivates you to keep it going because that's that's the thing about it. You know, you love it. So why stop <laughs> something that you enjoy? And um, I believe um, it's like a computer. You know, our 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 minds and 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 our body. It works, uh, you know, very similar to computer. You gotta update. Uh, you can't be closed mind in just because okay, I drove this way or the car was this way and I gotta be this way. No, you know, things change. Uh, technology evolves, uh, advance. So we gotta keep up and move along. Um, and um, when you put all those things together and the results show up, you're like, man, you see, you you kind of like go back again and like, let's do it again. So, um, and that's where it keeps my motivation. I do feel um, IndyCar has been part of my life. You know, I, I love the sport, any kind of racing. I enjoy my, my uh, time here in IMSA, which was fantastic. And I still want to keep doing, you know, since I have only six races with Mike, uh, why not continue to uh, develop, you know, your, your style? And I learned so much the last three years, which I feel that I'm much better driver than I was before. Wow. Uh, let's see, where should we go? Here's a fun one from Tim ship. And it's kind of one of those cheeky questions. What sort of knowledge regarding setups, shocks, springs, and even the way the, the team Penske organization runs, can you bring to Meyer shank racing? I, I would love to see that. No, 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 no. You want the 1100 pound spring on the right front. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, but th- this is something where you can't forget what you know, but there's also sure. some respect you have to pay that, you know, uh, it's not like everything at team Penske is yours to take to another team. That is absolutely right. There was so many things that uh driver sometimes is uh, not excluded, uh, but how do I call um, obscure? Obscure? Maybe is that the yeah, word? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and because you are hired to drive the car, and uh, and the engineers are hired to develop that and and help you uh, to go as fast as you can or what you need to go as fast using those tools. So a lot of things sometimes it's hard to do it. However, not saying that. I understand what he needs to do it. I look uh, in, in this corner, in this place. I, I remember you got to go in fifth gear, not in fourth gear. So something is, is not right. Plus, plus technology changed too. You know, there is so many things. Uh, uh, last three years, it was a different package, different car when I drove. Even the, when the new car 2018 and 19 started in 20, uh, you know, it keeps changing. A lot of things change. So um, I, I believe what I can bring uh, to the team is sharing. And that's another, uh, uh, important fact for, for Harvey. Uh, he was able to do on his own, you know, and not having a teammate. Uh, and that's probably, it's something that I believe is going to help, uh, develop him as well too. you know, having someone, maybe a corner here or there that 
He never thought this way. So sometimes it's always help to have a second opinion as long as you open mind. And I feel that uh, that could be in this case, what's going to happen with Shank. Awesome. Let's see, where should we go? Nathan Spicer says, Hey, any plans to try and get into that pretty awesome uh, Meyer Shank racing Acura? It might even be the chassis you're driving this weekend that's going over there. But uh, knowing that your new IndyCar team is is going right where you are right now, are you uh, you elbowing uh, Shank saying, hey, buddy, uh, do you got any uh, opportunities for a guy? I would love to. I won't deny. I would love to. It would be a waste. You know, not being part of it. Look at that. Uh, especially, especially <laughs> I spent three years with the car. You know, it's and it's not going to change. It's not that the tire is going to change, the car is going to change, or anything is going to change. It's going to be the same. I think it's, it would be a waste. But, look, I know my position. I know what I've been hired for. And uh, uh, But, again, I'll be ready. It's not that I'm going to be just sitting, uh, uh, you know, just because I'm not able to do it. I would love to be part of it. I'm probably going to bug him and uh, see what it, what it come out. <laughs> see, if you just refuse to get out of the car Saturday night at Sebring when they roll it into the transporter, I mean, you know, you're, you're kind of, look, force me out. Tell me, you I got to celebrate. I got to get out to celebrate with RT. Just and keep Alex one leg well. in there so they can't, you know, <laughs> just hold on to it. That's all I'm saying. I would love to just drive straight to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'll be home in 45 minutes at most. Uh, Let's see. Well, let's stay with uh, Acura fun, and we'll we'll see how far we're going to get into this one. Uh, Our pal Ryan Terpstra says, hey, for the fans or the people who weren't there and maybe heard about it, what happened at Laguna Seca in uh, free practice one with your good old friend, Felipe Nazar? I know everybody made up and was good afterwards, but... Was that a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of fire uh, breathing there for a moment? Look, what happened there, it happens. Um, it was, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the spur of the moment. And the good news is we're able to, to talk. We spoke and um, everything was uh, laying down in front of each other. And we move on. But uh, respect them as a competitor. I had nothing against uh, uh, Felipe or his team, obviously, and um, so we're we're here now in Sebring, and we gotta make sure we beat not only them but everybody else. Were you impressed with how strong your Acura and his Cadillac happened to be? I mean, that you know that wasn't a little love tap. That was pretty solid. I know repairs were needed, but. Man, if that was a Formula One race, those cars would be destroyed. So I don't know if you had an appreciation, but uh, those cars can take a lick. They they are strong. I tell you what. And to to what happened, I was like miscalculating. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I don't do that very often. That's the problem. I should I should have used that more of the the side of the car so understand the limits. But uh, again, it is what it is, and we just move along. I was just thinking, like, I mean. We got to get Elio some glasses. He missed the turn three apex by like 200 feet. Holy crap. Look at where he's turning. All right. Uh, Let's go to our pal, Nathan Cook, who says, Elio, can you think of maybe a greatest memory from your time at Team Penske? Is there one that stands out above any of the others? Well, the first time I put the racing suit. Really? Um, It was really cool. And uh, first victory ever you know in indycar detroit was incredible and uh, and hopefully uh this last race (laughs) 
here in uh, in in Sebring will be another great moment. So um, all of the moments that I spend with RP and Cindric and the entire Penske organization and family, it's always been my uh, my memory. Got a couple more memory type questions here. Good memories. Uh, pal Mark Summer says, uh, "Boy, if I were in your shoes, I know." the toughest decision to leave the team for me would not having rocket Rick Mears as your spotter for the Indy 500. Uh, he says, how tough is it going to be not having the voice of Rick conveying decades of knowledge in your ear and in general, right? What's it? Uh, it's not like you aren't going to be friends, but tell me about not having uh, one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, there's as a friend and resource whenever you need. No question. I miss, uh, I'll miss uh, tremendous Rick's advice, uh, Rick's guidance, words, actually. Uh, his stories. His, uh, his, yeah, his stories, exactly. Uh, he is an absolutely uh, person with, a, with wisdom, wisdom, and uh, I will definitely miss. No, it, it will be hard during the Indy 500 to say, Rick, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a big issue, but... Um, you know, um, uh, it's one of those things that um, uh, I feel in the end that uh, he's feeling, he understands. Um, and uh, I always, like I said, uh, took his advice. And uh, and probably this is, he would have probably telling me what I'm doing is the, is the right path as well. So uh, I'm always hopefully going to continue to see him there, uh, which is going to, Light up, light up my day every time I see him, and we're going to continue having conversations, but you're definitely, definitely going to be missed. I think we also just figured something else I need to tell Shank about. He either needs to hire a spotter named Rick or whomever your spotter is uh, next May. You're, they're just going to be called Rick the whole time, so it'll just be easier <laughs> to work that way. I might say something see, like that. <laughs> we're solving problems here in the show, Elliot. I love it. Um, <laughs> Brian Brell asks, what's the biggest takeaway of 20 years of working with Roger. That's an interesting one. Cause that's not necessarily about driving the car, but are there any uh, major lessons that you go, Ooh, that, that, that's something I got from Roger. I'm taking with me forever. Well, dealing with him was, uh, it was something that I never were. He always never forget. He's always, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter uh how ranking you are in a company if you're the guy on the you know cleaning the floor if you're the guy that's the ceo that making the decisions he always treat everybody the same wow respect and um and he is the most powerful man i know okay and to see that it just sets an example it sets a tone and um for me i'll never ever forget that i've seen my own eyes uh, uh, and, and that represents the, the, the perfect way of a human being, the way it should be. He helps a lot of people that sometimes, you know, not be nice to him and he still helps because, um, he's passionate about what he does, what he do in, not only in, in his business, but especially in racing. And, and, uh, when you have that kind of, uh, uh, mentality or spirit or way of doing it, um, he becoming that special. And, uh, uh, for me, I'll never forget that. I just oh, want and one, one more thing. Yeah. And, you know, we, like I said, we probably lose more races than we won races, but one of the things that he incredible as well, turn the page 
and let's go to the next. And uh, that for me is an also uh, something that I will never forget. Don't kind of thinking about it. Move along, forget it, and keep it going. I just wanted to point out to people how smart Elio is with his answer there, because for those who didn't hear how he answered, he said Roger Penske is the most powerful man he knows, not person, <laughs> because what he's referring to is his wife, the amazing Adriana, would have clocked him upside the head with a shoe if he'd said the most powerful person. He was smart to say man because he knew his lady, his woman, would have uh, left him with a black You're eye. absolutely right, Marshall. Uh, See, I'm so glad you, and I hope she is right now uh, taking and listening because she will be is like, yeah. Uh, see, see, Adriana, you should be listening, Marshall. He knows what I'm talking. He 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 understand my English. You know that's where it is. Self preservation, <laughs> my friend. You're you're a smart guy there. Uh, let's take our last kind of look back question here from Rod Vicroy. Yes, Elio. Are there any teammates you can think back on where you say, "Ooh, they were among the toughest to try and beat"? <laughs> oh boy. You know, when you're part of that organization, every teammate is going to be tough because they only pick the best. They only pick the quality one. And the, no question, the first one I start is uh, Gilles de Ferran that uh, I learned a lot from the guy. You know, uh, I remember we sharing the racetrack and sometimes I just want to, you know, go as fast as I can, forget about it. And this guy is just setting up you know, this, the car just to make sure like, okay, you keep showing the way and I'll show you how it is. And, um, and he did, you know, he, he did, it was a great, uh, it was a tough teammate, uh, because he's always had something in his pocket. <laughs> uh, and then afterwards, you know, uh, Sam Hornish was one of the guys that was so incredible in the ovals. I still cannot believe, uh, moves that he made, especially in those very difficult situations that you got to make the decision in a split of a second, he was the master on that. Um, for sure, uh, Briscoe was a great a great teammate. I'll never forget. Uh, he was always the guy that has a, a way of, uh, you know, uh, communication, especially with the entire organization. He was extremely well. And, uh, wow. and of course, um, you know, the, my last few years um, uh, with, uh, with uh, Mr. Power, Crazy you know, Simon willpower. And, and, and crazy willpower with Mr. Power and Simon and, and uh, Joseph. But Power was one of those guys that I think he he wants what I want with the qualifying pole position. And that's where I'm like, you sneaky, sneaky <laughs> Australian. Um, we definitely uh, we definitely had our moments um, in, in a good way, uh, obviously, uh, uh, and um, he, he is just uh, lightning fast uh, in those uh, in those qualifying laps. So it was, um, but I, I obviously, you know, all of them, uh, it was absolutely incredible. And um, I'm glad that uh, I have them because uh, they made me better. Wow, that's amazing. I'm bummed though. I don't, what uh, did you fail to mention? Oriel Servia, who I think was a teammate for one race when yeah, he actually bonked himself on race. the head, right? I mean, the yeah, Catalonian yeah, rocket, right? Yeah, he replaces a uh, uh, wheel. I started from the back, and probably not even half of the race, he was right in the top ten. So that was a, uh, you know, it's amazing. I actually always been amazed by those guys jumping in the car 
and boom, goes fast right away. You know, it's it's uh, Montoya actually. Oh, I was always forget uh, forgetting about Montoya. That's another guy that he jumps in anything, even in your in your golf car. He's go fast, <laughs> you know. And he was another guy that was always like that. Um, but I'm amazed for people like that. That is uh, uh, absolutely uh, talent in, in the sport of the moment. So, but uh, you're right. Ario was uh, that 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 weekend. He was he was going to be incredible. Fortunately, he had an issue there. Had that dolly helmet staring at you on the grid. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but when you stepped in with the Aero McLaren SP team and mentioned that among the various things you were having to get used to, one of them was your the steering wheel which is a, obviously different than what you had and familiar with at Penske. A lot of people, Elliot, were fascinated about this. And so we've got a couple questions about that. The first one is from James Lau, who says, do you get to take your Penske steering wheel with you uh, to Meyershank Racing? And then our pal Sarah Morell, she asks a follow-up question. Would it be feasible for MSR to come up with a similar steering wheel uh, kind of mimic what you've had. Are you starting from scratch there? Well, it's interesting. We mentioned that uh, I spoke with Mike. I was very surprised. Uh, it was probably a combination of the setup uh, and steering wheel and uh, a different rack. You know, when you jump, like what happened uh, in the sport of the moment, and I'm like, whoa, what we need to do here? Because sometimes driver doesn't have a choice. You just got to do what, what they have. In my situation, since I've been running with, with one type of thing, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, it changes. It, it takes, you know, I'm not like Oreo, you know, jumping in the car and make it go fast. That's what I'm saying. It's surprising. But it felt, um, it felt very different. And, uh, and, and talking to several uh, people that are in the business, understanding, and they agree with the situation you know you could uh, it's just like a filter you know if you don't have if you have a filter that it doesn't do a good job you know it's going to be a little rough and that's what exactly what happens the, the part the, the, what what makes you feel in the race car the first thing that's what you're touching you know it's it's, it's the steering wheel and I, and um it can go, makes a big difference you setting up a car from one direction to another but if you learn, if you if you already uh, started with one thing, that's what you're gonna do. And and if you see not only that kind of steering wheel, but if you see if you go around the grid and take a look in uh, in all the cars in the grid, you're gonna see even that the steering wheel is the same, but you're gonna see different grip. You know, just like a tennis racket. You know, sometimes people like a little more torn grip, a little more bigger, uh, uh, you know, uh, area. Uh, or smaller or you know it's just that's the type of uh, way that uh, the driver trying to address to make to, to feel comfortable and uh, I don't think I'm, uh, uh, Penske is going to give me the, the layout of their no. wheel, but oh. I don't think well I don't know I might ask I might ask and see what happened but uh, if they do great but if not uh, we already have a plan uh, to do something similar I can't wait for you to get that phone call in, in a month or two. Ellie, we just did a uh, inventory uh, here in the Penske shop. <laughs> we were wondering if you had any idea where a certain steering wheel might have gone. I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. Uh, let's see. A couple more here, brother, and then uh, we're going to say farewell. 
Our pal Jake Ziller says, so glad to hear you're back in IndyCar. Says, are there any other driving series and disciplines you'd really like to try? He's also curious if there are any chances in other series uh, you wanted but maybe weren't able to do before. So I guess Jake's trying to help you fill your calendar here. <laughs> yes, um, Look, again, I'm open for business, <laughs> but I don't think I would try um, um, something that I, I don't think I would. Look, one thing that I actually asked Roger many, many times was actually to try and test a NASCAR once. Once. I would love to just to drive once. Not, look, even if it's just a practice, even a demonstration or something, that would be only one thing that Roger deny me to try. So I, it would be, believe it or not, it would be really fun. I drove Formula One, I drove touring car, I drove the the super the V8 supercar, but the NASCAR, the the Cup, I never never drove. So that's the one I would try. Wow! All <laughs> right, Tom Firth says, Elio, I'd like to know how you might look at things differently going into this new role at Meyershank Racing, and he says. It's different because instead of you just focusing 100% on you, which is what most IndyCars, IndyCar drivers are told to do, now you have a young driver who you're also there to try and help make better and to be a mentor to. So he's curious about how you might approach this and how it might feel different uh, from knowing you're trying to win for yourself but also make this kid into a winner as well. Look, no question when we discuss, it was uh, Mike and Jim, uh, when we discuss coming back, it's, uh, it's a lot of possibility in uh, using what I learned from big team and, and, and continue that. But I also made very clear, look, I, I won't go out there, not just to, to go out there. I'm going to go and I'm going to try, obviously, do some unfinished business you know i still want to win race i still want to get the pole position and the biggest one is the indy 500 you know so i i will i will love you know help and i will but i still want to push myself and the others around me so that we can get the best opportunity to to be competitive and uh, that's my goal so don't settle down. They're just going to be helping. <laughs> going to be going for it. <laughs> All right. We got three questions to go. Only one is serious. And Chris Peterson, I love this question. I'll follow up with a comment of my own in a moment. Uh, on the topic of Indy, he says, Elio, if you end your career without ever getting a fourth baby Borg, will it be something that nags you in retirement? Or is getting just one of them enough to, to sustain a driver? I just want to mention, Chris, whenever I retire from IndyCar, I'll have zero baby Borgs. So if Elio only has three, I'm not going to feel too bad for him. But tell us, <laughs> uh, are you going to go? Uh, you're going to go out angry if you don't have a fourth, or could you be satisfied with three? I hope I respond this uh, this answer when it happens. And hopefully, I can say, look, I don't have that problem. However, you know, <laughs> I do believe what it means to be will be. And if it will be for me to win number four, which I will do everything for the odds to make that happen, that's what's going to work for it, not the other way around. Oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get a hunk of wood and carve you a wooden baby <laughs> Borg just as a fallback. Uh, all right. It. We can practice. We can do that practicing already at the moment. I love it. I know where I can get silver paint. We, we can absolutely do this. Uh, <laughs> next to last question comes courtesy of our good friend, Matt Philpot. I love this one. 
Elio, now that you are presumably no longer prevented from growing facial hair during the season, I'd like to ask that you show up for your first IndyCar race of 2021 with Marshank Racing with a big Fu Manchu mustache. Please and thank you. Huh? What what do we think? You can do it. Right Saturday no, at 10 1 so. p.m. You can start growing. Uh, I don't think so. As soon as I step all, I step into the track, RP sees me. He's going to say, what's happening here? What's <laughs> happening here? So I, 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 I probably Mike will be okay. Jim might be okay. But, uh, you know, I, I won't be okay. So it will be funny. Now, trust me, I'm going to continue the way I, I'm doing it. It's just my style. Let's put it this way. The thought of Roger chasing you around the paddock like an old Benny Hill episode with an electric shaver to try and get you cleaned up. That might be the best, funniest thing I've heard all day long. Funny. All right. Our final question is safe for last because it's so awesome. And I don't know if you know this about your new team owner, Mike Shank. He enjoys to knock back a few at the end of the day. Our pal Andrew C says, Elio, would you have a Bush Light beer with Mike Shank? Uh, or do you have another choice of beer you prefer to uh, when you wind down the days at Indy next year? Because that's what Mike is famous for at every day at the end of uh, practice at the 500. He goes back to his trailer, opens up the cooler, <laughs> has himself some Bush Light beers. After the winning race, why not? That would be just a perfect way to end the day. Oh, and getting drunk off of Bush Light, uh, you, that's, that's stuff. It, it's about two steps down from 93 grade pump gasoline so uh <laughs> that's going to be a great hangover brother i wish i could be there this weekend uh having seen you start your career at penske i wish i could be there in person to say farewell but um always had so much love and respect for you and i know you're gonna have a lot of fans uh cheering for you this weekend hopefully you're gonna go out on a high with that championship for uh, rp and for yourself and then you get to wake up Sunday morning with a brand new chapter in life and career for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Marshall. I hope you feel better and uh, we keep it going. All right. <laughs>